Section 79 of United States Senate Election Expulsion and Censure Cases, 1793-1990, by Ann M. Butler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Case 77. Daniel B. Lucas, 1836-1909, versus Charles J. Faulkner, 1847-1929, West Virginia. Election Case December 5, 1887, to December 14, 1887. Issues, Qualifications, Whether the Senate Should Consider Other Than the Constitutionally Mandated Qualifications to Serve, Challenge to Legislature's Authority to Elect, Chronology, Credentials Presented, December 5, 1887, Referred to Committee, December 12, 1887. Committee Report, December 14, 1887. Senate Vote, December 14, 1887. Result, Faulkner seated. Background. On March 5, 1887, West Virginia Governor E.W. Wilson called the state legislature into special session to consider a specific agenda. The governor's list of items to be covered did not include the selection of a United States Senator, a task the Assembly had failed to complete in its previous session. On the same day that he summoned the special meeting, Governor Wilson named Daniel B. Lucas, a poet, playwright, and staunch Democrat, to serve an interim term in the U.S. Senate until the next session of the West Virginia Legislature. Statement of the Case When the Senate convened on December 5, 1887, two claimants appeared for the West Virginia seat. The first credentials presented were those of Daniel Lucas, followed by those of Charles J. Faulkner, also a Democrat, who was elected by the West Virginia Legislature on May 5, 1887, during the special session. The governor signed Faulkner's credentials, indicating that he had only appointed Lucas for the interim before the legislature could elect. Lucas, however, protested Faulkner's claim, arguing that at the time of his May election, Faulkner held a state judgeship. Under the West Virginia Constitution, such a position would prevent his assuming any other political office, although he resigned from the position on the day he was elected to the Senate. Lucas also claimed that the legislature was not empowered to hold an election because the state's constitution precluded a legislature called by the governor from conducting any business not specifically listed in the agenda for the special session. Because the conflicting credentials represented a challenge to the legality of the election, and because one candidate might be disqualified, the Senate refused to seat either claimant until it resolved the matter. On December 12, 1887, the Senate referred the credentials and petitions to the Committee on Privileges and Elections, which promised to act promptly on the case. Response of the Senate Two days later, 
the committee returned a unanimous report favorable to Faulkner. The committee determined that West Virginia's constitutional limitation on the matters a legislature could deal with during a governor's special session restricted only state and not federal business. According to the committee, state law had no power to prohibit a legislature from carrying out a duty imposed by the U.S. Constitution, which specified that the legislature should fill a vacancy at its next meeting. Additionally, the committee interpreted West Virginia's restriction on the political offices that could be held by a justice to apply only at the state level. Any other interpretation, the committee argued, would allow a state to add to the U.S. Constitution's eligibility requirements for a United States senator, which the Senate had rigorously guarded since its formation. In support of this view, the committee cited the Senate's decision to the same effect in the 1855 case of Lyman Trumbull, see Case 28. Without debate, the Senate agreed by voice vote that Charles Faulkner was entitled to his seat, and he came forward to take the oath of office. Conclusion On December 20, 1887, Charles Faulkner offered a resolution seeking compensation for Daniel Lucas, and on January 25, 1888, the Senate agreed to pay Lucas $1,000 for his expenses in contesting the seat. In the Senate, Faulkner chaired the Committee on Territories. When he retired in 1899, he returned to the practice of law. He died in 1929. End of Case 77 and of Section 79